All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Thank you very much for that. And also, we mentioned it, Charles Arbuckle, we could, technology could jump up and get us. Well, it jumped up and got us. Uh, I may have wished that into existence. may have willed that into existence. But luckily, Fred Clark, the defensive The linebacker from Winona, Mississippi, number 18 player in the state of Mississippi, um, mainly because this is a composite rating and he hasn't been rated on ESPN, but he's as high as 15 on on three. 247 has him at a mid-level three-star, so does Rivals as well. He's 6'2", 245 pounds. He's a three-star player. Good linebacker, looks to be a true thumper. I think Ole Miss lucked out this time with um, Fred Clark and got him before he blew up a little bit. You can see his highlights here, exactly how he looks. He is going to be a thumper. He's going to hit the ball. He's going to plug the line. Now, 245 pounds, does he have a chance to grow into something a little bit more than we are wondering just at linebackers, is he going to grow into a 270-pound defensive end? Is he going to grow into a jack? I do not know. But he is a small school guy that can absolutely grow at the college game. And Pete Golding has found himself a gym. I'm going to talk to John Garcia the next time I talk to him about this kid and find out exactly what he thinks is going on as well. If you want to have your own opinion of what's going on, Check out his huddle highlights. Um, his junior senior season highlights is up. He, I'm telling you, he's a really good player. He's a thumper. Honestly, he reminds me a little bit of Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste, but he's a little bit bigger than that. That 245 pounds in high school has me a little bit concerned about how exactly he will develop and how exactly he will do going on to the next level. Should be quite interesting indeed. So, that is Fred Clark, the linebacker out of Winona Secondary School or Winona High School in Winona, Mississippi. That is the first player we've been talking about for weeks. Who is going to be the first player to commit? It turns out it was him, Fred Clark. Um, good player, athletic guy. There, The other, just so you know, the other one I was going to ask about, not that it means anything, is there's a player in South Panola that's an athlete that is not really rated at the moment. So he's he's on the list as well that I was going trying to figure out what was going on with him. So pretty excited about that. Fred Clark coming to Ole Miss, that's his get. It was an Ole Miss-Mississippi State battle. Others were coming in. It was a small school guy. This Mississippi class, okay, it started out at like 10 players that were rated four-star or better in a certain in a recruiting service. Then it became 12. Then it became 15. Well, Fred Clark is sitting there at 18. So if this swells, if he has a good combine showing, he has a chance to move up as well. He's a, he's a really good player, but anytime you deal with Mississippi, you deal with potential and you deal with higher ceilings than someplace like Texas would have. So I think coaching in college is going to help him out quite a bit. Now, if we're looking for other kids that Ole Miss is recruiting, Jeremy Scott out of Callaway, he's the one that I thought would have been the first recruit to commit from the state of Mississippi. He's still high on that list for me. He's a six foot four guy. He's 180, 190 pounds. He's kind of wiry at the moment, but he has a chance to grow a ton. Honestly, he has a chance to grow up 
in best case scenario for aerial form, he grows up to 230 pounds and becomes an Evan Ingram type um, flex tight end. I think that is his wheelhouse as opposed to being just the really tall, strong wide receiver because there's so many on the outside that he can get lost. But if he can find that home at the, as that flex tight end position like Evan Ingram, he has a chance to be really good. Other wide receivers in a real white, um, Braylon um, Burnside, I believe, um, out of Starkville, both of those wide receivers are names that we are watching. Of course, you know, Cam Franklin, everybody's watching that. And there's just so many good players inside the state of Mississippi this year. So many good players. And we're going to keep an eye on all of them, honestly. And Ole Miss's recruiting strategy is going to change this year. This year, they could be more high school-centric than they have been in the past two years. And does that mean a philosophy change? Not necessarily. Could that mean just, hey, there's better players that we can get in high school than the transfer portal? We should focus our energy there? Yeah, that's probably what that means. If not, we'll rely on the portal. But there's so many players within 200, 250 miles of campus that Ole Miss is going to honestly make their bones on it. It's, 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 it's going to be pretty fantastic. And Fred Clark, the first commitment from the state of Mississippi going to Ole Miss. This is pretty big also. Before we get out of here, you know, with Jordan Lockhart decommitting, and we talked about that, and then the next day there's a commitment from Fred Clark Similar body types, similar speeds. I mean, good players. Jordan Lockhart's a good player. I'm not saying he's not, but so is Fred Clark. And it may is this one of those things for Pete Golding that, hey, this can help us out down the line if we just get the Mississippi player as opposed to the California player. This could help us out recruiting Starkville and recruiting Grenada and recruiting in that area if we go ahead and get this small school player because he's popular. I know nothing about Fred Clark. Like I said, I was going to talk to John Garcia and get a little bit of a update on him, get a little, little beginner information session. But it makes you wonder when he comes in as a commitment and Jordan Lockhart goes out, whenever they're similar type players as far as build-wise go. Real interesting to me, honestly. Like I said, Jeremy Scott, look forward to seeing him. Once we get into the top 10, though, it's going to get a little bit tricky. Some of these players know they're worth a lot of money, and they're going to use it. So be completely aware that that could be something that could absolutely happen. But this top 15 in Mississippi right now, a four-star ranking in at least one service for everybody on that list. This is looking like a plus 2019 class. And that class got Ole Miss to a sugar ball. That's the Jerry and Ely class. So we'll see exactly how that goes. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. And right now, Ole Miss basketball is probably as relevant as it's been nationally to be put on that show. We'll see exactly how that goes. But that is Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. I do want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I do want to thank College Corner for getting these shirts to me um, with quickness. And, you know, 
I'm getting ready to go. I've already made plans to go to a baseball game on Friday. I'm going to see the Tigers and the Yankees play. So um, I've got some swag ordered for that. So this is going to be a fun, exciting week for me. Ole Miss and USM um, played last night. Going in Ole Miss and Purdue this weekend. The SEC tournament is tonight. And honestly, when the final horn sounds for that, that is the point where you start the countdown clock for the hiring of the new basketball coach. So we'll see exactly how that goes. But until tomorrow, we will see you later. Hotty toddy.